Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. And just wanted to spend a few minutes with you. I'm about to prepare for a board training. Uh, and I wanted to just give you uh, about a five minutes a snapshot of what I'll be sharing uh, tonight. So um, if you are a charter school or a private school uh, principal here, you're going to want to pay attention. This is this is really important. Um, as a, as a you know, charter school consultant, and I've done board trainings all across the country. Um, you know, the one question I get most often is how do we make our board meetings shorter and more uh, productive, right? Because that's what everybody, you know, everybody has in common only one thing, and that's time. I mean, time is your most valuable asset. And the last thing you want to be doing after working a full day is, you know, spending another two or three hours, um, you know, governing a school. And, and so you want to make sure meetings are crisp and to the point. So, you know, the answer is pretty simple in uh, theory on how you create shorter, more uh, productive meetings. Uh, but, it, you know, getting there takes uh, focus, right? And also understanding, uh, focus on what is most important, your uh, priorities. And so since 2012 now, so eight, eight years, almost nine years going to be, I've been researching and uh, studying you know, the most effective governance uh, practices. And so, and in the last five years, I've actually been on a board and I was board chair uh, for two of those years. And here's, and here's what I've learned. And I think you should write this down. If you get a second, get a pen right now, write this down. If you do not prepare on the front end, you will be repairing on the back end, right? If you're not preparing on the front end, you're going to be repairing on the back end. And what that means is that if you don't spend time preparing and setting up for a purposeful, intentional, productive meeting, you're going to have a long, drawn-out meeting that's not going to probably lead to the best results, right? So the key to facilitating an effective and a purposeful meeting, it really starts with creating the monthly agenda. And, and so, you know, who sets the agenda, right? Who sets the agenda? And I believe that the agenda in a development process is a creative process, a collaborative process between the head of school and uh, the board chair. Now, when is the agenda set? I think that the agenda is set. Um, it starts at the begin at the end of the previous meeting, right? So when the so when the October meeting ended, we should have been at least you know drafting out what's what are we going to talk about in the month of November. So at the end of the meeting, as the board chair, I took five minutes to say, okay, hey, uh, what were the key things that we talked about tonight that is going to need um, action next month? So we'd write those down. And then we would review our outcomes-based calendar 
um, and take a look at, at what was on our outcomes based calendar. And that's a monthly strategic calendar where we had our big our big items uh, that we knew um, you know when when we were when, when we would need them. And if you like a copy of it, you know, message me or you know put a comment in here, um, and and I'm you know I'm happy to send you one or or you know you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. And track one down. So, uh, so, so you're going to review the outcomes based calendar. So, at this time, the the chair or, or the secretary or the vice you know, chair, I mean, whoever you appoint, should have an outline or the head of school an outline of what we're going to be already talking about next month. That's the initial agenda. Now, within two business days of that close of that meeting, the chair and the head of school should meet, you know, virtually or you know, physically, to determine what went well at the meeting. Right? What conversations went well? What discussions went well? What needs deeper, you know, discussion? If something went long, like how did, you know, how do we make sure that the uh, committees are more involved, or how do we make sure we ask better questions and and get to a better result? And then, um, you know, then we start to look at, okay, what are the priorities? Like, what things should be on this next up upcoming uh, meeting? Right. So at the end of that time together, a a full draft, a typed out draft should be ready to go. So that means within less than three or four days of the board meeting, you already have a draft of the next meeting. So then the next step is to send that draft to the to the full board for a review and ask for any feedback right now. Now, when you, you know, one step that I miss when you have that outcomes based calendar, like, you know, hey, finance committee, you've got a quarterly deep dive and academic excellence, you're going to be, you know, sharing on this or, hey, we have a report from our, you know, PTO, I mean, whatever, because it's already on your strategic calendar that you built, right? So when you send out the draft, like everybody knows, like what their, what their reporting um, expectations will be. So if you send it out four days after the meeting and you ask, you know, you give people a week to give you feedback. Within 11 days, you should have, you know, your final board meeting agenda ready to go. So you send it back out. Here it is, or you post it, right? And you remind all of the board members, right, that, you know, two things. One, that the report will come seven days in advance, right? And any committee that had a report, you need to make sure that they also have all their information because what you want is you want you want one person collecting all of the board information and we use uh, board on track at our school and it's affiliate and it's it, it you know keeps everything but some schools use google drive or dropbox or whatever but you just want one place you want one stop shop for everything and then that you know person sends it all out to the board in one full report. Now I know what you're saying, well, that's not always possible to get all the reports. Okay, so let's say you meet on a Tuesday, you can have a conversation as a board, by the Friday prior to the meeting, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but you get all those, those uh, reports five to seven days ahead of the meeting, one person sends it, right? And and that's a and and that and and, and it, you know there's plenty of time, right? There's plenty of time for board members to open open the uh, report and to read it and to gather any questions. Now here's the key, principals, you need to reach out to those board members individually and say, hey, did you get the report? Did you read the report? Do you have any questions? Of, of, of the information there because I want to make sure that I that I meet all of your goals and I have all of your questions answered prior to getting to the board meeting because the last thing you want is to be caught with a gotcha during the board meeting.
right? You want to know. It's your job. When I was the executive director of a school, I would reach out to those board members and I would make sure, did you get the report? What questions do you have? And if they hadn't read it yet, well, when can you read it by? Because I'd really like to talk to you about a couple of things, okay? So that way, when you get to the meeting, everybody's good. You're on the same page and it's a board meeting. It's not a head of school meeting. So the, you know, the head of school report might have a five minute overview of the top, top of the waves of what's happened in the school. Anybody have any questions? No, here's the things I need action on. And you move forward and you, and you create a streamlined process where honestly you train the board members to read and be prepared and ask questions and not just open the board report on the night of the meeting. Now, real quick, I'm just going to spend about 60 seconds here. And I always do this. I always, for some reason, wait until the very end to focus on the priorities. Uh, but what should be on the agenda? Now, so the uh, Pareto principle, right, you know, states that um, a small percentage of your input generates the largest output. So as a board, when you're, as a board chair and a head of school, when you're back there, you know, 24 days ago, meeting about what should be on the agenda, you need to tackle the big rocks, okay? When you're writing the agenda, you need to say what one or two things are most important that we decide this night, right? What do we need action on? What is the information we need? And all that other stuff is just fluff, you know, to be honest. Like, you, you need to eliminate, you know, distractions. Because, I mean, think about it. You know, the principals, you know, probably already put in 10 hours, that day to get to the board meeting and your you know board members have been working all day as well so so you don't want to spend a tremendous amount of time you know you don't want to have 45 minutes of board meeting before you get to the important stuff so that stuff should be in the early stages of the meeting eliminate all that other you know distractions and you know i believe every minute that you spend engaged in a trivial many is a minute that you failed to spend on a vital few and if it doesn't, if the information in the board meeting doesn't tell me as a board member or inform me like how we're getting to our goals, like how we're going to reach our goals or our you know long-term you know plan, it, it doesn't belong at the board meeting. <laughs> Give me a hallelujah for that, right? I mean, if it doesn't inform me on on the progress we're making towards our long-term goal, it doesn't belong at the board meeting. Um, yeah, so really, really prioritize because asking board members to think strategically and make million dollar decisions after a full day of work and two hours in the board meeting is just a recipe for disaster. You know, they're just going to be cranky and <laughs> it's going to be long. It's going to be a lot of dialogue and nobody's going to uh, decide. Now, that's a whole other part of how you get there. We've got lots of information of how you drive board committees, uh, how you engage them, how you set goals for them, how you make sure that they're actually doing the majority of the work, because the majority of the work should be done in between the board meetings. Um, you know, it shouldn't be done at the meeting. That time that you spend, that 60 to 90 minutes that you spend per month should be really focused on, on deep, on, on, on like high level thinking, right? Um, a little bit of discussion and, and action because all the deep dive, all the deep work should have already been done during it. And so one more tip to make sure that you add on your agenda a, a time for every uh, topic. You know, how long do you want to spend? Um, so, you know, 15 minutes, you know, 20 minutes on a topic um, because, you know, it's good intentions to write the time, but then, you know, you know, people go over it and there's no consequences. So appoint a timekeeper, 
whoever is the most annoying, you know, board member at a time or, or someone who's just really good at keeping time. I didn't mean to say annoying, but they will. They will poke and say, you got three more, three, uh, you know, three more minutes left. Because if you get to that time and you haven't voted or you haven't come to a uh, conclusion, um, you know, you, you probably need to table it because you, you need to go back and get more, more information. So I give you the permission to table discussions and go back and get more information. So I'm Tom Miller, and I believe that there's no, no other singular variable more important to the health and the vitality of the charter school than the way that it's governed. And it really, you know, begins and ends with the culture of the board meeting. And, and it's serving on the board is no small task because every single decision in some way or another affects uh, children, right? So you want to make sure that that meeting is focused on the right thing. And, and as, you know, someone who's watched multiple schools um, you know, fail and uh, close, I can tell you that every every failed school you can trace back in some form or fashion back to that board, right? E either a decision they did or did not make created that ultimate failure. Because remember, non-action is still taking action. So hopefully this was helpful. If you want more help with organizing your board and organizing your board agenda, um, I would love to help you. You can reach out. You can email me at tom at lbleaders.com or go to our website at lbleaders.com and uh, schedule a one-on-one or uh, click on the board the board training information and um, and and we will get you there. We will get you to 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 very uh, focused streamlined meetings. Thanks everybody. Have a great day.